Hey everyone, this is Caitlin. The AJ's Lover Foundation is hosting a big event. There is merchandise, games, and prizes. The Interact Club is also doing a non-perishable food drive to benefit the food pantry. There will also be bounce houses, food trucks, and face painting too. This event is for all Darby and Davidson fans from 5 o'clock to 7. Join us before the rivalry game to celebrate all of Hilliard and most importantly, honor AJ. Be there from 5 to 7. Go Cats! Welcome to the Cloud of Dust podcast powered by Unscripted. Every Thursday, we will catch up with Coach Scully, key players, and discuss the game ahead. The Unscripted Collective is proud to support Davidson Athletics. For more information about all that we offer, visit myunscripted.com. Now here's the host of the Cloud of Dust podcast, Aaron Conrad. Welcome to the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Big week, big win. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Man, man, I'm great. You're always great after a big win, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no, no doubt about it. A little bit different, uh, you know, bouncing the step, uh, coming off of uh, coming off of a win for sure. Not only a win, but a win that was on TV. Yeah, it, it was. So, so I hear <laughs> it, it, it was <laughs> at some point. I'll after the season get a chance to maybe you know sit sit down and watch it and and enjoy it, but. I don't, I don't get to enjoy them for, for very long, but I have learned that, that you had better enjoy it. You know, it's hard enough to get a first down, let alone, let alone win a game. So in our program, you know, when, when we win, we understand how hard that is and we, you know, we appreciate it and we celebrate it and then, you know, try to put it to bed and get back to work. What was the final score, coach? I believe it was 17-13. 17-13. final. And a very good team. Again, this isn't like... You know, these aren't cupcakes games. This is a big game. It was a big deal because it's Dublin and Hilliard and everything else. You made some calls, including one at the, towards the end of the game that was, it was critical because you were milking the clock, finishing out the game, man, you made a call on fourth down and got the first down, which iced it for the team. Who, what goes into a call like that? Yeah, that's a, that's a fair question. I got that question quite a bit, you know, after after the game and you know there's different there's different scenarios different moments and you know that that particular moment you know it's fourth and one which is that's what we ask our kids to get us to and then like ultimately somebody has to make a decision right that's the seat that i that i sit in but the word the word that i use a lot in answering that question is just trust mm. you know do, do, do we trust our kids do our kids trust us and most importantly like they have to play the game do they trust one another you know, and, and fourth and one, fourth and one in, in your own, I don't know, I think we're around like the 30 some odd yard line and, you know, fourth and one, I, I don't want to say it's, I'm not going to sit here and say it's super easy, uh, but when you have the level of trust and the, like, I know what these kids have invested since December 5th. And I think that's a really critical factor and, and you, you process all that in the moment, you don't have a lot of time to process it, but you process it and then you just put it in, put it in the hands of your players, you know, to go, go win, win that particular rep or that particular, you know, moment of, of the game. So again, I'm not going to say it's super easy, but you know, fourth and fourth and one with, with this particular team, it's, it's also not overly difficult. You know, we, we have historically gone for it, you know, fourth and one aggressively and I'm, 
seen it done on our own 19 yard line in a in a playoff game it's it's just it just comes down to you know trust belief confidence all that kind of wrapped up wrapped up into one and that was a really really critical moment of of the game now fourth and fourth and two that's that's the one that gets like kind of gets the ticker going a little bit because that that's just it's one yard but my goodness they are galaxies apart in terms of that decision and 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 that moment so yeah, we we do. We we tend to be aggressive on on fourth and one. Our kids know it. It's something that we do. We talk a lot about. We we practice it. We show them, you know, different areas of the field, different moments. But yeah, that was. And that's also one of those too. And I don't I don't mean to sound snarky at all, but it's also one of those. You know, I think I've learned. I've, I've I saw it done and lived it as an assistant with with Coach White as as well. And when you get it. It's a great decision, right? Like, oh, what a great, ooh, what a great call. That's and right. then if you don't get it, you're, you know, Bill of Judith, right? So, <laughs> so it, it, it goes goes both ways, but ultimately, like, coaches coach and players play, so we just let our kids play in those moments. Well, and you're going to hate this quote, but the great Dean Smith from UNC once said that the wins are yours and the losses are mine. And, and no, uh, right. No. Is that fair? I mean, I know you hate UNC because you're a Duke fair. fan, but, but it, right. Like <laughs> I, what I, what I love is that you have the courage to stand on that sideline and say, Hey, the wins are yours and the losses are mine. So if the, if you guys, let's just in a hypothetical world, if you wouldn't have made that fourth down, you would have taken that on you. Cause, cause 100%. honestly, everybody would have been saying, why'd you go for it on fourth down to your point? Why did you go for that? And you, you would have taken that. And that's the, that's the seat you sit in, as you say, every week as head coach. But here's the other thing. The other side of that is the fact that there's kids don't even play every week that are standing on your sideline, wearing the uniform and wearing the, you know, everything that witnessed the fact that you trusted your team enough to say, I, I trust you guys. I believe in you. Go get me that first down, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely fair to say, and I think there's a there's a, an attitude and a, and a mindset that comes with it. Like, yeah, you know, we did we didn't get get on the bus and and go to Jerome to to tie. Right. Like we that's not, that's not our mentality. You know, we we got on the bus, we went over there to win. Yeah, and so we're gonna take you know we're gonna be aggressive and we're gonna we're gonna try to win. You know, and there are certainly moments to punt. And there are certainly moments to 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 go for it as well. But but the attitude of our of our program is listen, like we're gonna work as hard as we do and spend as much time doing what we do, then let's let's go win. Like let's let's be aggressive. Let's let's trust each other and let's go see what what happens. In the same breath though, if you would have kicked it there, let's just say you punt it there, you're still sending a message to your defense. A hundred percent. To say, I trust you. That you're going to bring it home for us, right? Yep, like hundred percent. But I, so let's go back a year ago. Cause I want to be fair. You, a year ago, you said your offense needed to catch up to your defense. And this year you trusted your offense to get you one yard to, to milk out the clock and finish a game. Is that fair? That's yeah, that's, that's definitely fair. Yeah. You know, I think I said it a couple, couple weeks ago. I, you know, I, I didn't feel the same and I don't feel the same as maybe how I did at the beginning of, of last year. I think we're, more a more complete team, and that's offense, defense, and and special teams, which I'm sure we'll get to, you know, down the road. But yeah, it's just this team under. I think they understand like our our philosophy. I think they understand, you know, decisions and, and choices. And but we're we're 
a much better, you know, complimentary football team standing here today than maybe we, we were a year ago. That's got to be music to the ears of many of the people that listen to this podcast. And thank you to all those that po- listen to the podcast. Please share it with other people because I think you get a lot of insight into the game week by week. You mentioned it. Let's go Offensive Player of the Week sponsored by Pulp. Uh, let's go yeah. our Offensive Player of the Week. Yeah, this this week, Offensive Player of the Week is Drew Reminger. He's a junior tight end for us. And, you know, he's, I think he's, he's probably... You know, I hope he's comfortable because I'm going to say it. <laughs> comfortable with me saying this, but he was he was a kid that was kind of on the fence. You know, he's he's a multi-sport kid, really good basketball player. Forrest will end up, you know, going through the basketball program and being a, a, a four-year starter. And, and you know, he was he was more of like a program developmental kid in football. I think that's hard for, for athletes. You know, you're a varsity player in one sport and may, maybe a development-type kid or development type player in, in another sport. So he was, he was on the fence, but holy smokes, are we glad he, he, he chose to come, come to the other side of the fence, so to speak, and then go, you know, go all in, uh, all in on, you know, football this year. And, and he doesn't, he doesn't know this. He doesn't know this at all, but he has, a, he has a really bright future on, on the football side of things. You know, I don't, you know, I don't coach basketball. I probably don't know basketball as, as well. And I'm sure he would have opportunities there, but, you know, he's a, he's a tremendous, tremendous football player. And, and what, you know, what I hope for him is, you know, I hope that we, we say to our kids, like it, it clicks for everybody at some point. What, what you hope as a coach is our job is to try to get it to click as fast as we can. Sometimes it doesn't click until they're five years removed from the program. Sometimes it clicks while they're in the program. Sometimes it clicks their freshman year. Sometimes it clicks their senior year. So I'm, I'm hoping for Drew that, you know, he gained confidence and, and the things kind of clicked. And, and certainly we, we put a lot on his, on his plate at that position. But, you know, super, super happy, super proud of him. You know, good, good team guy. And, and there's your Offensive Player of the Week, Drew Remlinger. And so let me say this in advance. Every one of our uh, Players of the Week will receive a $10 gift card to each one of our sponsors. So, Drew, congratulations. $10 gift card to Pulp Smoothie Bar. Hey everyone, my name is Caitlin Nussbaum and I am a student at Davidson High School. We are honored to have Pulp Juice and Smoothie Bar as a partner to this podcast. Pulp was created to be a better juice and smoothie bar. Their smoothies, bowls, and juices are the best you'll ever try. They focus on being truly healthy with their products and never compromise on quality. You can visit Pulp Juice and Smoothie Bar at Mill Run and Hilliard. Thank you, Pulp, for sponsoring Davidson Athletics and the Cloud of Dust podcast. Go Cats! All right, next, Defensive Player of the Week from our partners at DeBellas. Yeah, Defensive Player of the Week this week is senior senior Caden Wilson. He yeah, also spoke about him before. Uh, I believe he was on last week or two weeks ago on the player interview side. And, and Caden is, you know, one of those guys like the, the heart and soul, really the heart and soul of our whole team, but specifically heart and soul of the, of the defensive side. You know, just an incredible, incredible young man who has, it certainly clicked for him, you know, a while ago. And what was what was really cool, a really cool moment for him in, in that game, which ended up being a cool moment for us in the game. There was a play, the quarterback was kind of scrambling and, you know, kind of hit hit a crossing route, he was a little bit out of position. And he ends up recovering and then, you know, kind of gets on the kid's hip and he does a drill. He does a drill that that we do all summer long. 
And it's really cool to see those those drills and those things that you work on until, I mean, players, my goodness, they're like, are we really doing this drill again? Yes, yes, we're going to, there's going to be a moment. This drill is going to show up on tape. And and sure enough, you know, the, the drill that we used was he executed it perfectly, stripped the ball uh, from their receiver, and then our defense jumped on it for a really critical turnover in the in the game. Uh, but but he's 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 a just an all in kid and he's he's so much fun to come to work with every day. But defensive player of the week, Caden Wilson. Caden Wilson. So again, a ten dollar gift card to Debellas. Thank you, Debellas. I am so excited to tell you about Debellas subs. If you've never had a Debellas sub, it literally is the best sub you will ever have. Had the pleasure of working with them now for a few years. And I can tell you, they have great people, great food, and great food. It's really, <laughs> we have used them for lunch, dinner, corporate meetings. They're incredible. Go to their website at debellas.com. It's D-I-B-E-L-L-A-S.com. And here's how you get started. You download their app or sign up online and receive $5 off your very first order. You get $5 off every 200 points you earn. And you earn rewards by providing your phone number right at the register or with the DeBellas app. Check them out at DeBellas.com. I'm so thankful that DeBellas Subs is partnered with the Unscripted Collective, but I'm also glad to call them my friends. And we have a brand new sponsor this week. I didn't even notice until we got on here two seconds ago. Swenson's now is sponsoring a special teams player of the week. Let's talk about our special teams player of the week. Yeah, special teams player of the week this week is our senior kicker, Andrew Lewis. He pulls double duty. He's a, a soccer player and a, and our kicker and punter. And I mean, he has talk about bright future. This young man has a really bright future. And a really critical moment in the game last week was we kicked kicked a field goal and then it, it was negated by a penalty on us. Right. And so, you know, they, they back him up and that, that's a little bit hard, a little bit hard to to do for kickers, then just immediately, you know, repeat the process with the, with the same result. His first kick that we got the penalty on was good. And so, you know, we backed up, they marked the yardage off. And then his, his second kick was 10 times better than, than his first kick. And not to mention he put, I think every kick, but one, uh, pretty much in the back of the end zone, which for us, you know, when you, when you are able to make teams drive 80 yards on you consistently. Uh, instead of, you know, a, an explosive return that maybe goes that the distance or an explosive return that even gets to midfield, it's it's a really big piece of our puzzle. And, and you know, he's it's hard. I think it's uh, – people don't understand. He's playing two sports full-time in the same season. Like, that's that's a lot. That's a lot on the plate of a, of an athlete. And he's doing a, a tremendous job. And uh, our, our team, our kids understand – how big of a piece of a, of the puzzle he is to to this this team and has been really for for the past couple of years. So special teams player of the week, senior kicker Andrew Lewis. There you go, Andrew. You will receive a ten dollar gift card from our brand new partners at Swenson's. Hey everyone, Caitlin again. We are so honored to welcome the newest sponsor, Swenson's, to the Cloud of Dust podcast. Doesn't everyone love the Galley Boy milkshakes and French fries? Swenson's was founded in 1934. It's a favorite of Ohio's own LeBron James, and it has a location right here in Hilliard. It might just be me, but they have the best burgers. Turn on your lights for a helpful, smiling curve service. They will sprint out to your car to serve you. Thank you, Swenson's, for being a partner to the Cloud of Dust podcast. Let's move quickly. Uh, we'll grab our player interviews, and then we'll be right back. 
All right. Our first interview today for the Cloud of Dust podcast is with Nate. Nate, do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Uh, yeah, um, I play corner. I'm a senior at Hilliard Davidson and I am number 12. Nate, what's your last name? Nate Hobest. Nate Hobest. So number 12 uh, in your programs. Number one in your heart, I think a lot of people say. All right. You guys just came off a huge game on Friday on, on TV. Uh, what was that like? Yeah, that, that was a really fun game. Uh, after the game, a lot of what I was hearing was a lot of my teammates were saying it's the most fun they've ever had playing football. And, you know, that's, I just love hearing that because I couldn't agree more. Uh, this is the most fun I've had playing football, too. So, yeah, really fun one. Nate, you're a senior. Is that right? I am, yes. Yeah, so you've been through the program now for four years. So um, what's the difference this year between last year or any other year you've played? I, I think what it is is just the chemistry between all grades, really. I think the seniors connect with the sophomores, like, just as well as us seniors connect together. Do you feel like there's a shift this year more than any other year? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I feel like everyone's truly bought in and committed to what we're trying to do. So you guys are up against um, a rival. Like, so you live in Hilliard, right? And, and Nate, do you do you play any other sports? I play lacrosse. You play lacrosse. Have you ever played with someone that plays for Darby, for example? I have not, no. Do you have friends that go to Darby? Yes. So how weird is that going to be? We have this rivalry game tomorrow night. You're playing against Darby. Is it weird to play against uh, a local team? How do you prepare for a game? Uh, I mean, I, I just look at it as, yeah, it's a big game. It's a rival game. But I just think we prepare just as we would for any other game. Do you have a lot of friends from Derby? Yeah, I have a few. What is something that you have taken away from this year so far in the first, I don't know, three weeks, right? Uh, three, four weeks of the season. What's something you've taken away that's just different from the past? I would say just like, obviously the brotherhood, you know, these are friends that I've made. I've been playing with for so long and these memories are going to stay with me for the rest of my life. And especially this being my senior season, you know, it just makes it that much more memorable. Hey, Nate, this is a question you're going to get a lot the next eight months. What's your plans for the future? Uh, as of right now, I would like to go to Ohio State and study business management or uh, finance. That's the goal right now. All right. You ready for rapid fire? I am, yes. I've been preparing all day for this rapid fire. All right, here we go. <laughs> What's your favorite sports drink? Uh, I got a Gatorade. Gatorade, the OG, right? Gatorade? Yeah. Okay. No Prime? Uh, Prime, I've only had it like once, but that's still big Gatorade. Well, the school's still out on Prime. Okay. Uh, last show you binge watched? Uh, I would say the, I wouldn't really call it binge watching, but I watched that, the Untold Swamp Kings, the one about the, uh, the 08 Florida Gators on Netflix. Let me ask you about two things. Did you walk away from it thinking differently about Tebow? And uh, what are your thoughts on Urban Meyer? Uh, Tebow, honestly, I didn't know he was like that down to earth and like that genuine of a person. Right. And what I would give him props for is like, obviously there was a lot of, uh, I would guess, just bad behavior on that team. And 
I guess he just didn't let it affect him. So that's what I really recognized about Tim Tebow. And then about Urban Meyer, uh, I would say I would give him recognition for just how he carried the program and how he just wanted the best for that team. And he put so much into it that really overall it took so much of a toll on him. Are you an Ohio State fan? I am, yes. Tebow's amazing. Uh, like, seriously, that's, that was my takeaway. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> what's your pregame meal? Uh, we all have this. We have the pregame meal that the, the Touchdown Club offers us. It's grilled chicken, hamburgers. But I, I just go with the grilled chicken, put it on a bun, and then some pasta, a little salad, and some fruit. All right, a lot of carbs, right? Yep. Uh, who's your top artist on your playlist? So if I, if I had your phone, what's your, who am I going to find that you listen to the most? Probably Riley Green. Riley Green. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last question. If you couldn't play football, what other sport would you play? I'm pretty sure you just answered that, but, uh, what's, what other sport would you play? Probably lacrosse. That's the only other sport I play. So I'd have to choose that. All right. Well, brother, tomorrow night, big game, big rivalry. You excited? I am very excited. All right. Well, go Cats, and uh, thanks for coming on today and just spend a little time with us. Yep. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. All right. Our second interview tonight is with Jackson. Jackson, do you want to introduce yourself, and we will go from there? Yep. Uh, I'm Jackson Mazzillo, uh senior, Hillary Davidson. Um, I play defense. I play DV, mostly safety, and some corner. Defense. And some corner, uh, big week last week, right? Big win. Yeah, yeah, it was a big win. How'd you uh, How'd you feel about that? Um, man, in the moment, it was a lot of fun. It was it was really enjoyable, but it it really came down to our preparation that week that you know won us that game, and we just stuck to our stuff, played in between the whistles. How much did it mean to you when uh, fourth quarter, times running out, coach? makes the decision to um, go for it on fourth and one. What did that mean to you? What stand on the sideline? Uh, I, I felt that it meant that he had confidence in us that we could get, get the job done and we could do what we need to do to, you know, win the game. What would it have meant to you if he said, let's, let's, uh, let's punt here. He would have also trusted your team, right? Trusted, right, yeah, your, trust trusted you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you have that kind of faith in your coach. Yeah. You've played four years, is that right? Yeah, I played four years. What's your feeling about the team this year versus other years? Uh, compared to other years, I feel this team this this is something special compared to those years. I I haven't felt it my sophomore year or my junior year. I feel like we've got a really good group of guys who loves working together and we play hard and we have fun. I agree with you. There's something special. And and look, it's what are we three and zero, right? Uh, yep. Three games in the season. There's who knows mm-hmm. what's ahead, but there's yep. there's something different here. So let me ask you: uh, You guys are playing Darby, uh, right? Tomorrow night, tonight, whenever people hear this uh, podcast, um, do you have friends on the other side of the ball? Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't. I don't really have any friends that go to Darby. Well, that's good. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? I think. I think it's a good thing. I know a lot of guys who do have a lot of friends who go there. What is it like playing against guys that when you see Hilliard on that jersey? I mean, it just kind of lights a fire under you. Um, 
I think it's it's a way different feeling when we're playing another Hilliard school compared to playing anyone else during our season. You just have a different type of motivation going into that game. So this is the one. Is So let me ask you this. This is really going to put you on the spot, and it's okay if you say pass. Uh, is it Darby or Bradley? Which one do you circle on your calendar more, or are they the same? Uh, Darby. Darby. Okay, and that's not a fair question on my part, so thank you for doing that. <laughs> All right, man, let me hit you with some rapid fire. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. What's your favorite sports drink? Uh, Gatorade. Gatorade. It's still dominant, man. It's the OG, isn't yep. it? Yeah. No prime, no whatever else? No, just Gatorade. Just Gatorade. Okay, all right. Uh, what's the last show you binge-watched? Oh, the last show I binge-watched was The Recruit. The Recruit. What? What is that? Is What is that about? Uh, it's on Netflix. It's, um, uh, it's, it's a guy who he's kind of like a lawyer and it's just, he gets thrown into the mess and it's, it's just an entertaining show. All right. So it's good then. Yeah. What do you give it a four? How many stars out of five? Uh, out of five. I, I'd give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Okay. So the recruit, I'm gonna have to go watch it tonight. All right. What's your pregame meal? Pregame meal. I always go with chicken. Chicken. That's what Nate said. Yep. Is that a big thing with the team? Like everybody eat chicken? Uh, I'd say it's probably like 60, 40, 60% football, 40, or 60% burgers, 40% chicken. I, I'm all about chicken, man. I, I, I love you some chicken. All right. If I took your phone today and looked at your playlist, if you have one, what's the, who's the artist at the, at the top of your playlist? Uh, Zach Bryan. So Zach Bryan, uh, what's your favorite Zach Bryan song? Uh, I would say burn, burn, burn is pretty good. Isn't there, isn't there a new Zach Bryan's CD out or? Uh, yeah, he had a new album that, uh, released recently. Is it good? Is the new one good? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. It's really good. All right. I'd recommend it. You'd recommend it. All right. Last question. If you couldn't play football, what sport are you playing? If I couldn't play football, I'd probably play soccer. Soccer. Really? Do you play soccer in the off season? Like, do you play any other sports? Um, I run track. You run track. Okay. What events? I do the 400, 4x4, 200, and maybe some other relays if I need to. So you got quicks? Yep. All right. It has to help you in your position, right? Yeah. Helps me. Helps me a lot. Is it better that you in track you're running forward and not backward? Because as a DB, <laughs> you got to like backpedal, right? Yeah, you got to get used to it a little bit in the summer. Yeah, because as a DB, you got to run sides and not or or backward and not forward. So it, so you would choose track if you could do anything else. Yep. All right. What number are you again? Eleven. Eleven. All right. Tomorrow night, Darby Davidson, Hillary Davidson High School. It's going to be a good one, man. You excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped. You ready to go? Hopefully, four zero. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, brother. You've been great. Thanks for taking your time tonight. Okay. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Coach. We're back for segment three. It's a rivalry week. So I think if if people have listened to this podcast for the last two years, they know that you like Duke and I like me some (laughs) Carolina. What's ironic is, you know, Duke's colors, I'm colorblind, but Duke's colors are kind of, they're kind of close to Davidson and Darby's are kind of close to my guys. My kids went to Davidson. So, but it's rivalry week because they're right down the street, man. It's like that eight mile trip from 
you know, Durham to, uh, to yep, Chapel tobacco Hill, road. right? Right. Tobacco yep. Road, baby. That's what we do. And so, all right, it is rivalry week. How important is that for you? Yeah, it's, we, we don't downplay it. Like, you know, we embrace it. It's, it's really important, you know, and, and our kids understand it's really important to them too. You know, it's, it's unique in the sense that a lot of them know each other. They grow up together, same community, you know, they're, they're e eating at the same restaurants and, and, you know, probably, probably know each other. Some of them might even play on the same, you know, teams in, in summer sports and, and things like that. But yeah, we, we embrace it. You know, we, we certainly don't downplay it. We lean into it and it's a, it's a, every time we, every time we line up with them, it's a, it's an absolute war for four, four quarters. And we tend to get people home a little bit earlier that night with the way that they, they like to play and the way that we like to play and gets people home a little bit early, but, but yeah, we, we embrace it. There's, you know, there's certainly is a, a, a different, there's a different, uh, intensity in the air for sure. And I've, I've sensed that this week and I've felt that this week and, you know, we, we, we lean, we lean into it. You got to kind, kind of continue, continually re I think recapture your kids focus and recapture your, your kids attention at practice, you know, from period to period and, and just prepare like you normally prepare. If there's a little bit of extra studying or extra preparation along the way, then we, again, same thing. We kind of, we, we lean into that and we embrace that. It has to be weird because most people, I think within our listening voice probably grew up in one high school and they knew everybody at that high school and they went to prom and homecoming and you know, all the stuff the kids do when they're in high school, they did that together. And now you have, to your point, there's travel teams or AEU teams in the summer. A lot of these kids play multiple sports. They're probably teammates with these guys. And so over the summer, they're arm in arm because they're teammates. And then fall rolls around and now they got to go against those guys. And, and let me say this really quick. What I noticed on the uh, broadcast on Friday was your guys, even though they're in the heat of battle, they're helping a guy up, they're tapping a guy on the helmet, their opponent, right? And so I think at the end of the day, we're Hilliard. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we are all Hilliard. And yeah, they're going to go against a rival, but they're also going to help a guy up. They're going to tap him on the helmet, especially if they're good friends and play on a travel baseball team or soccer team or whatever sport they play. I got to think that these guys all at the end of the day, respect each other. But when you're between those lines, it's different. Yeah. And I, you know, to add to that, I, I think, you know, and I'm fortunate enough to in some capacity be a part of, I think 16 of these games. And the, the thing with this particular, you know, rivalry is there is a, there is a deep mutual respect, you know, right. from our program to their program and their program to our program. And we have a ton of respect for John Santagata and his staff and the way that they, you know, go about their, their business. And that, that's been a constant, you know, and, and I don't anticipate that changing any, anytime soon. There is a, you know, just that deep, deep level of, of respect. And, you know, uh, because of that respect, then. You know, we, we tell our kids because of the level of respect, you had better give them your best and we fully expect their best as well. I think you've said it, you know, we are who we are and we do what we do, right? Like, and I'm, yep. I'm paraphrasing, but and I probably didn't do it right. <laughs> but yeah. So at the end of the day, it's still Darby versus Davidson. And uh, I know you guys are going to show out. So what are the keys to the game for you? Keys to the game. Now, this is, it's going to sound like a lot of coach speak, but. I mean, this is this has been true every single time 
that we have played them. It, it, it comes down to, to little things that are huge things, right? It comes down to tackling. It comes down to discipline. It comes down to assignment. It comes down to your stance. It comes down to turnovers. These are basic, basic fundamental pieces of football. Like the, the games, you know, usually not decided on drawing up a play in the dirt. It's just not on, on either side of it. It really just comes down to, you know, who executes their identity better, mm-hmm. right? Who holds onto the ball? Who doesn't hold onto the ball? Who's able to win field position? battle with special teams that that those are the things that you know in this particular game those are the things that you have to hone in on because again i don't think it's going to be some you know crazy scheme and they are who they are and we are who we are and you just have to play that out with tremendous tremendous you know fundamentals and and i know you know i know when you hear that you're like okay yeah like isn't isn't that every game yes it just gets magnified in this particular game right well, the weather looks amazing. It's Hilliard Darby versus Hilliard Davidson. It's a rivalry game. AJ Glover Foundation doing a big event right beforehand from five to seven. So if you're hearing my voice, get out there and support our partners at AJ Glover Foundation and just just love on them. And they got a lot going on. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of pageantry around this game. This is a big one, coach. They're all big, right? They're all big. Yeah, they're all big. <laughs> They're all big. They're all big. All right. So the 5100, we still got to get that logo. Uh, 5100, uh, what time? Uh, 7, 7 p.m. Fr- uh, uh, 7 p.m. Friday. Yes. 7 p.m. Friday. Man, just keep it rolling, coach. I love, I, I, I really, really, here's the thing. I got to see the team on Friday, albeit on TV, but man, I really liked what I saw way beyond blocking and tackling there's a lot of good things happening about davidson football right now and i'm very excited about what you're doing with the culture of your team coach i I appreciate that the kids have you know i said on the radio last week this this team has been and i couldn't thank them enough this particular team has just been you know blind blindly faithful and blindly loyal and they're very much a you know a yes sir no sir group of kids and they're they're just an absolute honor to to coach them and pleasure to coach them all right Go Cats. We'll see you Friday night, Coach. Sounds good. Thanks, Aaron. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cloud of Dust podcast with Coach Scully. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share on your social platforms. Also, make sure to visit myunscripted.com to see how our unscripted collective team can help your business too. Until next week, go Cats.